We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. One cannot feel but sadness when we think of Judas Iscariot, the betrayer of our Lord. One cannot help but wonder whether Judas was a victim of his own passion or a victim of fate or both. Dante, in his divine comedy epic, The Inferno, places Judas in the lowest level of hell, a hell of cold and ice, a hell designed for those sinners swept away by their cold, calculating, and deliberate actions against the love of God. The Gospels reveal to us several details of Judas' betrayal. What I'd like to do is invite you to reflect with me on three characteristics that we find in Judas' betrayal of our Lord. And I would like us to ask ourselves how these characteristics may or may not be present within us in some degree or another. First, we find in Judas the characteristic of greed. Both in Matthew's and John's Gospel tell us that Judas actually went to the Jewish authorities and asked them how much they would be willing to pay for the information to arrest Jesus. In other words, there was a deliberate effort on the part of Judas to betray our Lord to satisfy his selfish motives. He was offered 30 pieces of silver, which was a significant amount even then. It was an equivalent of a daily wage during the time of Jesus or the cost of buying a slave during the time of Moses. By today's standards, it would be about $3,000. With $3,000, you can take a little vacation, you can go on a shopping spree, maybe even try your luck at the casinos. But you and I know that like anything else in this life, money, prestige, power, or pleasure are all passing. They are temporary. They can make us believe that if we have all of these things, then we would be secure, peaceful, and happy. Just look at what we say to each other or ourselves to ourselves today. If only the world would, could return to normal, if only we can get rid of some of these politicians, if only we can get rid of this Pope, if only we can get everyone vaccinated, if only, if only, if only. As important as these things might appear, the Bible tells us that these are all false hopes and distractions. They can blind us to God's plan and divine providence. They can make us not care how we get there or how we get things done as long as we get what we want. The bottom line is they can distract us from focusing on Christ. And if we are not careful, like Judas, this greed within us can consume us. And like Judas, we might be too late to realize that there are some things in life that cost too much. Secondly, we find in Judas jealousy or envy. The German poet Friedrich Klopstock portrayed Judas as someone who possessed every virtue and talent to make him a great man. But little by little, he was consumed in his jealousy of John, the beloved disciple. 
and this jealousy led him to betray our Lord. Again, just like greed, which can consume us, jealousy, when unchecked, can lead a person to bitterness and do terrible things to themselves or others. Let's be honest. How many of us, because of jealousy, have led us to lose our trust and respect for another person? And when trust and respect are diminished, the relationship becomes manipulative and abusive. And how many of these relationships have led people to a cycle of abuse, depression, and mental illnesses? Sadly, I have seen this play out again and again in my work as a priest, in both young people and adults. They get into their heads that they have to look or act or feel or be a certain way to mean or to amount to something. And if they don't fit in into that mold that others impose or the world imposes, then they think they're not good enough. And society doesn't help either because it constantly reminds us that if we don't meet those expectations, we're losers. What a sad commentary in our society. The mental illnesses egged on by jealousy and insecurities have led to many broken relationships, betrayal, despair, and even suicide. And we have seen this in Judas. Jealousy not only led him to betray our Lord, but may very well have led him to despair and to end his life. And lastly, we find in Judas the sin of pride. Not pride in a positive way, but pride in a stubborn and manipulative way. How? Judas wanted Jesus to be what he wanted him to be, rather than what Jesus wanted him to be. Judas really wasn't interested in becoming a disciple of Jesus. He was more interested in promoting his plans and ideas. He wasn't interested in surrendering himself to Jesus. He was interested in Jesus surrendering to him. So what happened? Jesus followed the will of the Father. Jesus chose to follow the way of the cross, the way of suffering, the way of discipline, the way of surrender. And when Judas saw this, he was filled with pride and with anger. And that pride and anger led him to betray our Lord. Where do we see this played out in our lives? Well, just like Judas, we sometimes have the audacity to reinvent God's commandments. We want to reinvent Christianity according to our own values and ideas of how things should be. We see this in the way society has tried to reinvent morality in so many areas. For example, in marriage and sexuality. We're doing the same thing that Judas tried to do. We don't want to surrender to God's will. We don't want to surrender to God's commandments. We want Him to surrender to ours. We think that somehow if we get with the times, then maybe we can get more people in church. Well, I'm telling you, this gimmick doesn't work. Because there will always be one more thing that we don't like about God or His commandments or the church. It's just part of our flawed human nature. I have had many students over the years who tried to make those same arguments with me in my classes. And I always said to them, look, this is a free country. You are free to believe what you want. No one is stopping you. Not me, not God, not the church. 
But if you choose to believe in something else other than what the Catholic Church teaches, then what you are believing is not Catholic. I'm not even sure if it's Christian. It's something else. It's the same question, folks, that we have to ask ourselves. Are we going to follow the way of Christ? Are we going to follow the way of the cross as he revealed to us through the scriptures, through his Catholic church? Or are we going to follow our own passions and ideas and reinvent the faith according to our own image and likeness? What is the essence of sin but pride? And what is the core at the very heart of sin but the desire to do what we like and not what God likes? This is why scriptures say that when Judas chose to betray our Lord, Satan entered him. Satan entered him, according to the Bible, because his heart and his desires were no longer compatible with what God desires. This is the essence of evil, the very essence of Satan. In Paradise Lost, the English poet John Milton had Satan say, I will not serve. It is better to rule in hell than to serve God in heaven. That's the pride of Judas. That's the essence of sin. And so, yes, we are saddened by Judas. And we shudder at the thought of him being ruled by his greed, jealousy, and pride. But are we so different? These are the things that made Judas betray our Lord. And these are the things which can lead us to betray him as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.